0: Good morning, brother.
1: Good morning.
0: <laughs> How are you today?
1: Man, I'm wonderful. I am wonderful. It's so exciting to be back with you on the mics. Uh, really missed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I know we were just talking this week about, you know, um, this path and this journey that we've been on right when we started it on the onset of, you know, our podcast, Engagement Matters, right? Bridging that leadership gap. Yeah. Um, you know, how our path has just kind of evolved and changed throughout the course of the last year. Um, Cause it's been literally a year uh, since we started this thing. Right. That's right. Yeah. And we've taken a couple breaks in between, but we really haven't, you know, we've really taken a break over the last three months. Right. Um, yeah. And haven't recorded anything. Nope. So I'm had lots of great about.
1: conversations, but nothing yeah. recorded. It's, it's funny. It's like, you know, sometimes I think, um, you know, I watch other other guys like us, guys and gals like us that that have that are content creators and whatnot. And it's funny, it you know, it um, you can kind of tell when they should have taken a break. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That and reset so I, button. Yeah. I love the fact that we didn't take ourselves so seriously that we thought like the whole world was going to freak out. If we take a few months off, like <laughs> life happens, we needed to go complete a couple of our own stories here so we could be better at this for it, for the three of you that listen <laughs> or whatever. Right. Um, it's, it was important that we, that we took that time. And I'm just glad we're the kind of guys that understand how to, how to prioritize in the moment. And for a moment, this wasn't a priority just as what it yeah. is.
0: Yeah. You know, holidays, Uh, career, family, all those things combined, right? That just was, it just felt like this uh, perfect storm, so to speak. And this is the one thing that kind of slowed down um, or took the backseat for the moment. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, and and in a lot of aspects, I wonder sometimes what, like what needs to take a backseat in our life sometimes, right? Because we can do something we're so passionate and so excited about. We're moving at such a fast pace I think sometimes there are moments where something in our life needs to take a backseat because there's, I don't know about you, but I've been getting this strong urge or feeling like I miss this, right? Like this is important. And, and I think it takes something to happen an event or whatever the case may be, or we get too busy where something kind of gets pushed down the bottom of the line, gets to that backseat. And maybe it's just, you know, the, the world or the universe's natural way to, to show us something. That's right.
1: right. Well, and I feel like, you know, we're generally as a society, we are about more, more, more. And, and so typically when we think about our productivity or whatever, we think we need to add something when really there's, there, there's, you know, usually it's growth by subtraction when you're talking about your own bandwidth. And and I love, you know, one of our previous guests and a very close personal friend of both of ours, John Davis, you know, he sent out an awesome word of the day this morning. Uh, and I just, I think it's interesting how this fits into exactly what we're talking about. But it was a quote by Leo Babada and um, about busyness. And it says literally doing more things means you're likely to do a lot of unimportant things. And you'll be overwhelmed and stressed all at the same time. Stop chasing more and instead start asking yourself how you could do less, but more meaningful rather. And then, and then it says uh, chase meaningful moments rather than more moments. And man, isn't that the truth? I mean, growth by subtraction in our case, the last few months has just teed us up to be right back here with a fire in our belly to do this better than ever. And and, and we're armed with a few new stories and situations that, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're anxious to talk about and, and unpack.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, you mentioned the word stories, right? And it's uh, our life is filled with them and we get to choose, you know, the brush that we paint our story with, so to speak. That's right. And sometimes for some of us, those stories stay hidden deep down inside and they're not shared. Look, you and I are salespeople were leaders and, you know, we love to talk, right. That That's always kind of the running circle joke is like, Oh my God, here we go. Yeah. You know, you got, you got something that should be accomplished in 30 minutes, but it's going to take you three hours to explain. Right. Um, <laughs> um, right. But you know, life is made up of these stories and these moments. And I think it's important uh, that people voice them. Right. Because how do we learn? Right. We, we, we read books, we watch a movie maybe for entertainment, but then there's also those, those moments to learn something about our past. Uh, You know, so I I just, you know, sometimes I'll get this like Rolodex in my head where like almost a movie of my life or certain moments of my life are replaying. Yeah. And sometimes it's just for a quick moment and it puts me back into that moment of time for a second. Maybe it's a feeling I'm going through, an emotion I'm going through, whatever it may be. Um, But I kind of feel like, us getting together once a week to have these conversations it allows us to bring these stories to life. And I think they're not just to, for entertainment value, but I think they're important because I think a lot of people are going through some of the yeah. things that we've gone through um, and whether it's fear that they don't want to share their story, um, you know, whatever it may be. Right. Cause we're, yeah. everything is so accessible now with social media, right. Whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's TikTok, whether it's even yeah. LinkedIn, right?
1: And, and, yeah. And therefore, so is the judgment, right? Which is a lot of times why people hold back. They, you know, we, we feel like we have to put out this, like, life is perfect facade and when everybody around us is struggling and that, you know, um, but I, I also think that there's a lot to be said for how we all ingest new information. And I think, you know, there's some there's something to be said for the folks that write and communicate in stories I think, you know, information is just that. It's informational, but stories are relatable. And when we can relate, we can apply. And it makes sense, right? When I love people that speak in analogies, I love people that that compare the complex to the mundane to help explain it and unpack it and those kind of things. And that that really, in my opinion, is what we're doing here. We're breaking down complex leadership challenges and and opportunities into like the simplest here are the few steps that matter um, to get the thing rolling. Cause that's usually the hardest part. You know, everybody has an idea of what the end ought to look like, but how do we start? And I think, I think it begins with being vulnerable and and sharing, um, you know, where you've got gaps uh, because somebody else has already filled that gap and you could learn from. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. I mean, here we are pontificating on all of that. But ultimately, you know, um, we, you know, in the first season of this podcast, it was just you and I chatting and it was so much fun. We got a lot of great content laid down, but as we were warned against, we, you know, we start looking at the at the metrics of our message and who it's going to and how many people. And, and then we get, you know, we went in season two, we went and and had guests on, which were amazing. Uh, There was so much great content that came out of that hard part was we both still have full-time careers and finding guests, lining up guests, getting calendars to this turned into now, all of a sudden another kind of full-time job that became really hard for us to continue to put the value in it that we wanted to Yeah. And then we, and then we got a little tripped up. So I'm just so thankful that you and I, had the vulnerable moment together this week to pull back and say, "Wait a minute, let's get back to what we were loving, which is yeah. you and I sitting on the mics having conversations about life, leadership, humanhood, all of that, and um, and the metrics be damned, like it just doesn't matter."
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, and it's it's fun to watch the metrics, right? Like anything. Yeah. We're both we're both in this
1: we're you know, growth
0: mode. where yeah, yeah competitors. You know whether it's in, in business or in our professional life, right? It's just kind of our DNA, it's our makeup. And, yep. you know, I think sometimes, <clears throat> you know, I think, you know, we could use our experience in this podcast, right. Um, to maybe the sales professional or the sales leader, right. Where you get you you something, you start a new career, you start a new job with a new company. And in, in then it's the honeymoon phase, right? Man, everything's excited. We're going hundred miles an hour, we're working 60 hours a week, we're we're getting wins, we're getting that, we're, we're doing all those things, right? And we're pulling all the right levers, we're right communication. And then all of a sudden there's a point in time where now the focus comes less on the, the, the job at hand, but it's looking at the numbers, right? And you're looking at the detailed analytics of everything. You're looking at all the data and then the data says, oh, you're doing good here, but you need to pick up the pace here. And now you're trying to now navigate, okay, what is it that I need to do? Do I need to create something new to to pull this up? Or do I need to switch something around, right? And I think over time, we identified that, you know, the burn, I don't want to say the burnout phase, but there was a piece of the the analytic piece that needed to take a backseat and refresh, right? Or recharge or for whatever that reason is, right? And get back to doing what was working. And uh, I've said it before in sales, right? It's just in the merchant processing world, right? Yeah. I come into this industry. I am guns a blazing, setting company records. Don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I'm connecting with people. And I'm signing business. And those people today are still happy. Yep. And then I get looking at learning everything and going, my message changes. My tone changes. I'm now the expert. And all of a sudden, sales goes, whoo. Yep. Like, what's going on? <laughs> why is that happening?
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, too, it's like, why in the hell is Wendy's selling buffalo wings? That's, I mean, that's the best example I've got right now. You can literally go buy buffalo wings right now at Wendy's. Yeah. What the hell? Wendy's is good at Frosty's, everything else there sucks. Stick to fucking frosties. Although
0: I do like the double double, man. Come on, Wendy's double double. All of
1: those. Okay, fine. The squared
0: burger. (laughs) But you're a
1: burger joint. You don't need to compete with Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't. And that's what happens in so many. I mean, think about it in our payments. In our payments history, yeah, we get into a, a company because of they were doing you know X, Y, and Z really really well. Then you get inside the company and realize. Yeah, they're doing X, Y, and Z really well right now, but all of a sudden they're trying to do ABC really well when it just doesn't matter. And guess what? XYZ took a dump because all the focus was over here on ABC, trying to compete in a space that doesn't freaking matter to their original goals and what they were doing in the market. Case in point, every freaking payments company right now turning into payroll. What the hell? There are perfectly good payroll companies out there to partner with. But the yeah. minute you decide you want to be something you're not, you screwed up everything you are. It's yeah. dumb. Get yeah. focused. My God. Sorry. A little bit. of Well, I'm no, I here,
0: mean, you bring up a it good It irritates
1: point. the shit out of me. I've seen yeah. it happen to three different companies, three different companies inside a year. They decided, you know what? We might be losing market share over here because this guy's got this tittle thing that everybody's excited about. Let's go build a better tittle. My God, man. Yeah. <laughs> How's that well, working anywhere?
0: Yeah. Well, and it kind of, it's kind of like uh, when you get that business card, right? You're you're in a networking meeting or maybe you're somewhere and people exchange business cards and you're like, okay, seems like a good enough person. And you turn the business card over, right? And there's 10 to 15, maybe even 20 different things that they sell or they offer. Yeah. And I, and, and I, I get dizzy. I'm like, wait a second. We were just talking about X, but you do all, like... How do you one have the time to right. really truly be knowledgeable in all these different fields that different levers are being pulled, like to learn all of those things and be really really good at all those things? I don't know if you've got enough time on Earth to be good at all those things and really do That's a right. good job with each of them. Right? Yeah. Something has got to give. Um, something yeah. has got is going to fail on you, and then when that happens, your repetition reputation begins to fall. And so sometimes I think, you know, this is a great discussion and topic, and it's not just focused on the payment space, but I see it in other industries too. Like you got a German car repair place that they specialty is German cars. Yep. And then all of a sudden there's not a lot of German cars. So they pivot and they go, Hey, every Honda and Toyota that's out there, bring them here. We're going to give you a special and they don't know what the hell they're doing. Right. right? Because that's not their specialty. So, I say all that to say, whatever you do, focus on what you do really, really well. What is your main income source? What is the one thing that is going to drive you revenue and make you stand out above the rest? And if you get somebody that comes into an environment and you've got so much, the bullseye, you can't see the bullseye anymore, right? right? Like focus on one thing and do it really, really well. Yep. And over time, if you want to just maybe add one element to it or a partner to where you identify something and hand it off, yeah, you're much better off than trying to control every single facet and every lever.
1: It, that's right. No, and you can't, because if you try to be everything to everyone, you, you, you're not going to, I mean, that's just not ever going to work. And it's, again, another silly restaurant analogy, but I cannot stand going to restaurants with gigantic menus. That means they're not good at any of it. It's all it's food serve it's coming from the food service truck to your table and that is not a restaurant I want to frequent. I'd prefer to go to the place that does five dishes really, really, really well. And you know exactly what you're going to get. And they're fantastic at it. That will keep me coming back. And guess what? I go back because of that one dish I love. I could give a shit about 40 other pages. I mean, keep it, Cheesecake Factory. You were good at cheesecake, <laughs> you know? And yeah. now you don't even make a single cheesecake. It's all outsourced. So it's just silly. And case in point, they've got a 14-page menu, and now they can't even make their own cheesecake. It's yeah. their namesake. Oh um,
0: man, that menu is like I don't even like going there because the menu I feel like is an inch it's too big. I'm Like I need twenty minutes items. to figure out.
1: What, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, uh, and so that, but everywhere in the industry we're seeing that right now. I mean, look at what Facebook just did; they changed their name to Meta so they can be in every segment of our digital lives. Um, yep. And you know, there's, Ooh. Uh, you know, anyway, I just triggered something. Yeah,
0: you spark something. So you know. And not to to get negative about certain companies and whatnot, but, you know, let's let's talk about the brand brand Ray-Ban, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing these commercials with these red circles and this little camera thing and people on their phone. And I'm like, no way. That's cool. I can take a video or I can, you know, link it to my phone and what my eyes are seeing, I can share it with the world, right? So I go to Sunglass Hut last weekend, Mm -hmm. And I have this gift card to spend. And I was like, man, I want to check out these Ray-Bans. Like, how does this thing work? And they're like, well, only works with Facebook. (laughs) And I'm like, what do you mean it only works with Facebook? Like, can I just link it to my phone? And they're like, no, 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 no. You have to have a separate account for your your Facebook. And it only links with Facebook. And so I I just, I kind of feel like Ray-Ban, they've been a staple for so long. And now you're you you're now narrowing narrowing your number one like premier product that you're pushing right now. You've just eliminated probably like seventy percent. Even though Facebook has a lot of users out there, there's a lot of people right now that don't you know agree with everything that's happening, and you know we that's a whole other topic. But I yeah. guess you're uh, kind of and the younger you generation point, right?
1: certainly doesn't care about Facebook. They aren't. No, <laughs> I mean they want TikTok, unless they have they an want op- Instagram. Yeah. My son has Facebook just so his Oculus works. That's it. <laughs> <You Yep. know? laughs> another. There's another You know. example of that.
0: Yep. But yeah. But I, w- I got to imagine the technology would be really easy to do to, to allow that to be go to your phone. Right. Yeah. I think your market, you just limited your market share. It's a great idea, but to only work with one platform, like I would think that, Hey, iOS in, and, in and, um, Android, would be the best way because now you're i mean i, I don't know just the the brand recognition i guess yeah. you just you've cut you cut the cap or you cut it off to what it could be Yeah. and you just limited yourself
1: yeah seems I, I pretty know. narrow i, I agree you know, i don't well, know if I'll, all
0: this is making sense but it just
1: uh well i think I it know. all just points back to you know no it, it, once you can identify what you're good at and what you're passionate at and what the market needs. Think Venn diagram. Okay. What you're good at, what you're passionate at and what the market needs. You're right in the middle of that. Right. And that's it. Stay focused on that. And you're going to enjoy what you're doing more. You're going to be better at it. You're a specialist. You're not a generalist. Um, And before you know it, you're setting the pace for, for your, your segment. Um, And uh, it sounds You know, I know that's way boiled down and sounds way simple, um, but that's because it is. You don't have to be everything to everyone. You don't have to be the Cheesecake Factory menu. Uh, It's okay to have partnerships and say, I don't do this, but I have a guy that does or a gal that does. And I trust them implicitly and would love to broker a relationship so they can help you as well. Great. Have some, you know, have some have some side hustle, you know, arrangements with others. But, um, you know, how many companies have you seen go buy a really great technology, try to white label it and end up killing it? Because yeah. that's not what they were good at. It just it never was. and And we've seen it time and time and time again. So I think part of part of our so let's get back to why we've not published anything since mid-November. Um, we were, I think we were starting to feel like we were trying to be everything to everyone. We were trying to turn into one of those podcasts that has, you know, millions of viewers and everybody is, you know, can't wait to get, we got a little ahead of ourselves. We got a little outside of what our original mission was. And we, and the same thing was happening to us professionally at the exact same time. We were both a little overwhelmed with all these opportunities coming at us. And we're used to being like, hell yeah. Let me go get that opportunity. Yeah. Well, we needed to slow down and be like, okay, yeah, we could, but the question is, should we? And uh, man, we needed some peace and quiet to come through yeah. that, and and we got that. So anyway, I feel I feel really strong after the last few months. Um, do I? I feel like we kind of dodged a few bullets there and put ourselves in a really good situation now. So that's uh, that's on. a blessing.
0: I think one of the things, you know, and, and I'm gonna probably reiterate some of the things that you just said. But one, we were doing all those things, right? Trying to be everyone to be everything to everyone. And it caused like this kind of just slam the wall, right? Moment. And I don't know if maybe it was, you know, the holidays had something to do with that too, right? Travel and certain things, and mm-hmm. you know, days weren't lining out right. Um, but whatever the reason it is. It was necessary, right? It was necessary for that to take a backseat to one to realize how much how important it is to us to do yeah. right, and, and it gets that drive back, that motivation. But to your point about so many other things going on, I believe now, and you know, call it just you know the universe speaking to us. It's a new year. It's a new whatever you want to say, right? It's really identifying what's important. And where our focus needs to be, and you know, we got the career piece, the family piece, and we have this right. And and, and it's like those those three things have to be congruent and, and and be a focal point. And for us, that's what it is, right? So, um, you know, I guess I say all that to say, identify what might need to take a backseat to really understand if it's something yeah. that you truly love and want to 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 pursue. Um, and then whatever those things are now go do it. Don't fill it with a bunch of other crap that slows you down.
1: Well, let me, let me, this boy, this reminds me of a great story. It's not my story. I've heard it multiple times and maybe you have too, but it's really appropriate for not just what we're talking about, but also this time of the year. And when you're thinking about goal setting and you're thinking about the rest of, you know, what you want to accomplish in 22. So the story is, um, uh and it's it's factual um so uh maybe you know someone that's attempted to climb mount everest or maybe you've read about mount everest and 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 the journey to the to the apex well a little known fact uh the last base camp before you crest mount everest there's a general store there and uh, and kind of a you know um a place where you can rest and and recharge for a day or two before you make the final ascent. And you would think that in that general store, they'd want to be selling you a whole bunch of crap to make the final ascent. Uh, But counter to that, what it actually is, is an unloading zone. And and I think this is so appropriate and applicable to life. What they do in that and that area is they make you completely unpack your pack and lay everything out on the ground. And then they have their expert Sherpas come through and tell you what's required for the final ascent and what would be not, what would be waste if you carried it, because ultimately you need that pack to be as light as possible to make that ascent in that thin air and at that, at that degree of incline. So again, counterintuitive to the general store. They don't want to sell you a thing. They want to remove junk from your pack. So your, light, your load is light enough to make the final ascent. On the way back down, they sell you all the crap you want. They give you back all the crap. They kept all of that, right? That's, <laughs> that's when, Exit through the gift shop, right? But right. on the way up, the most important thing to reach that apex is to make sure you have only the focused things in your pack that you need. And I think we could all learn a lot from that right now while we're yep. still in January. What needs to come out of our pack so that this yeah. year we, we make it to the top? Uh, So I think that's a great spot to end it on today. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. (laughs) Take that with you. I will say no more. (laughs) It's so awesome to be back, Jeff. uh, I'm just thrilled. Uh, We're back here doing this, doing this thing. uh, And we're committed to being back on weekly. (laughs) So we'll get this one out to the, the podverse now. And uh, excited to see you again in a week. And uh, just thanks so much for, thanks so much for, for caring enough to listen.
0: Couldn't agree more till next week. Have a great day. Great weekend.